The following is a presentation of A's Cast, your free 24-7 non-stop destination for A's baseball. Swung on Lars to left field deep. Fam going back, looking up. He will watch it fly. A miraculous comeback by the A's in the ninth cap by Matt Chapman's three-run home run. And the A's have won again. It's now time for the A's Clubhouse Show. And welcome back to the Coliseum where the A's in Arlington made it two straight over the Rangers and they've won two of the first three games of this series against Texas. The final was 3-1 in favor of the A's as the A's get to 22-10 and on the season on a night in which the conversation involving sports went well beyond sports with uh, the postponement of the three NBA playoff games and uh, in Major League Baseball, the uh, Mariners at the Padres, the Reds at the Brewers, and the Dodgers at the Giants also uh, postponed this evening in the aftermath of the uh, police killing of uh, Jacob Blake in Wisconsin. And so the protests surrounding that uh, certainly taking center stage today. And uh, sometimes there are things that uh, go beyond sports and that those issues have dominated much of the discussion today um, as it pertains to the NBA and Major League Baseball. As far as the game was concerned, Mike Fires pitched great for the Athletics. Six innings and three hits a run, which was unearned. And he walked two and struck out seven, had that great stretch in which he caved five batters in a row, including striking out the side in the fifth inning. The A's offense was dormant. They did not have a hit until the sixth inning, and Stephen Piscotti delivered the A's first hit of the night. It drove in a run, tied the game. Eventually, the A's took the lead on a wild pitch. And although the A's uh, had several opportunities to break the game open late, they couldn't do it. But once again, the bullpen was stellar, continuing a long run of scoreless innings with Soria in the seventh, Diekman in the eighth, and then Hendricks in the ninth, closing it down. So 3-1, the A's beat the Rangers. And this is the A's Clubhouse Show, presented by your Northern California Lexus dealers. When we come back, Chris Townsend will pick up the coverage that's coming up right after this. Want a more exciting checking account? First United Credit Union is swinging for the fences with a free rewards checking account. As a local not-for-profit financial institution, First United Credit Union is giving you no monthly fee, no minimum balance, pays interest, and earns up to double points on a Visa rewards card. Redeem points for gift cards, travel, merchandise, even cash. Better yet, for a limited time, they'll give you $100 to open an account and use it. Open an account online or at any of their East Bay branches. Visit firstunitedcu.org forward slash athletics for details. Insured by NCU. Hey, Ace fans, Jessica Keitschmidt here, and I want you to check out Bok Talk, NBC Sports Bay Area's baseball podcast, hosted by yours truly. Listen as I talk all things baseball, discuss happenings around the league, and interview very special guests. We've got players, former players, industry professionals, and some of your favorite Ace players will join me as well. Subscribe and download and listen wherever you get your podcasts. Bok Talk, part of the NBC Sports Podcast Network. This is A's Clubhouse. I can tell you all I want to talk tonight is about the bullpen. Bullpen, bullpen, bullpen. 510-956-3700 is the number for the A's Clubhouse Show, which is brought to you by your Northern California Lexus dealers. Once again, 510-956-3700. It wasn't pretty. But who cares? That's what this season is all about, is racking up as many victories and getting to 40-plus wins as fast as possible. And Ken Korak, the bullpen continues to be 
just flat out incredible and the best in baseball. Yeah, Soria, Diekman, and uh, Hendricks, that's just the way they drew it up today with uh, Fires going through six innings and uh, Jake Diekman. And it wasn't really even a matter of matchups, although, you know, they love him lefty on lefty, but uh, he is, he's really been tough to hit, Chris. So, uh, yeah, those guys have been a shining light this year for sure. So I crunched the numbers, and with three scoreless innings, they are now 10-2 and two with a 1.88 ERA and 13 saves and 15 tries. The 1.88 ERA is now the best in baseball, and they've taken over from the Los Angeles Dodgers for the best ERA. I mean, if you look at this team, Ken, and you say, for the most part, why are the A's where they are right now? Why do they have the best record in the American League? Uh, why are they leading their division? I'm just going to say it's the bullpen. Yeah, I mean, if you look at all the components that uh, make up a winning team, the bullpen has, has really stood out. There's no question. And when you have a guy like Hendricks who can close it down, and also uh, one reason the A's have not lost a game in extra frames is because of of Hendricks and the fact he can strike people out. So, you know, two strikeouts on fastballs that were 98 in the ninth inning tonight. You know, and it's, and it's you know, there's a lot of guys that throw 98. I mean, it's not like this is something that's just like, oh, wow. We have so many hard throwers in baseball, but there are guys that just don't pitch with a conviction, and they can get lit up throwing 98. Liam Hendricks, ever since being DFA'd, going back to AAA and saying, you know what, if I'm ever going to make it back, I'm going to do it my way. And ever since then, he's pitched with such great conviction. And he goes out there, and he's going to challenge you when he does throw the breaking ball. It basically is unhittable. But everybody knows, everybody in the ballpark knows. The cutouts know. Everybody knows what's coming, and it's old number one. And he gets really good extension, like we said, which is, you know, it's a couple things. Number one, the perceived velocity is actually faster, and he throws the heck out of the ball to begin with. But like Scott Emerson said, when you, if you look at a, the guys who have good extension, it usually means that they're online. That's one of the things that pitching coaches talk about a lot, being online in your delivery to home plate. And so when you have good extension, it means generally your mechanics are really good. So he's been able to do that, Chris, and he can elevate. He can move it in and out. Uh, the fastball that he threw to Todd Frazier was well out of the zone, but um, you know, by changing it up, and as we were saying in the bottom of the ninth inning, he can throw almost all fastballs, but he moves it around so much that it actually gives the hitters a little bit of a different look. Yeah, online, uh, not like our drivers off the tee, Ken. Not online. No, that's exactly <laughs> right. All right, let's get to the highlights in this game. And it wasn't a pretty game whatsoever. The Rangers would take the lead in the bottom of the third. First pitch to Joey down away runner. Back to second base to throw in. Gets away and into center field. And that's going to bring home a run. A double steal, Chew and Santana. And Murphy threw behind to the trailing runner, and the ball got away, and it's one nothing Texas. It's tough to really evaluate a play like that, Ken, when you're just watching it 
on television and kind of seeing the replays. There was a replay. It looked like there was a camera down the third base line, and it was focused on second base. And it just seemed like Franklin Barreto was kind of caught off guard by the double steal and getting the throw at second base. Did you see that? Well, we're in the same boat. Yeah, we talked about that, that it looked like he was late getting over there. And sometimes you'll, you'll have a sign where you're going to try to go after the back runner if it's a double steal. So I don't know if they messed something up there. But honestly, Chris, it's one of those deals where we're in the same boat that you're in trying to call games off of TV. So we don't quite have uh, the look that we normally would have, obviously, if you're calling the game live. And speaking of looks, you could see uh, Sean Murphy's look back into the dugout. I think that told you a lot that uh, I think he thought that ball should have been caught. But either way, he ends up getting the air, and the Rangers take the lead. We head to the top of the six. By the way, can have I mentioned to you that Stephen Piscotty's hot? Yeah, yeah, no kidding. And he now comes Piscotti, through. He's been Mr. RBI for the A's this month. They lead. Here's the pitch, and Stephen hits it into left field for a base hit. Simeon to third, and they're going to hold him there. Or did he come to the plate? Yeah, they sent him to the plate, and he scores, and the A's have tied the game. So Marcus Simeon able to score on a solid base hit to left by Piscotti, and the A's tied up at 1-1 in the sixth inning. And for Stephen, 26 RBIs in August. You know, I know there's some hot guys out there. I mean, for Tana, Fernando Tatis Jr., uh, Jose Abreu for the White Sox. There's guys out there who have been red hot. But, I mean, this August for Stephen Piscotty, Ken, off the charts. Yeah, and it's going to be historic in the annals of the A's as far as most RBIs in August and most RBIs in a month, the way he's going. And we got, I mean, God... Shame on me. I don't even know what the date is. It's the 26th. He still has all the way till Monday. Yeah, that's right. And he is not playing Monday, so the last game he's going to play this month will be Sunday. Yeah, I mean, he's got he's got a couple more. I mean, you know, hopefully we get these games in in Houston and everything's okay down there with the with the hurricane coming into uh, to southern Texas. But, wow. And, and then in the eighth inning, you're hoping for some big-time insurance, but they get a little, and it was another hit batter. And here's Hernandez from the stretch. Grossman waits, and now the 0-1 pitch to Robbie. is high and tight hit him. Man, he got nailed by a fastball 98, and he had no chance. That thing, was, it just ran right in on him, and the A's take a 3-1 lead the hard way. Piscotti scores, Canada third, Olsen to second, and Grossman's at first. It's 3-1 A's in the eighth. You know, there's been a lot of hit batters this year. But partially, I mean, some are just, you know, balls get away from the pitcher. And then there's a reality where a lot of the ace hitters are right up on the plate. And if you're crowding the plate, you're going to get hit. And they're power hitters, so you tend to want to crowd power hitters, right? What do they say about, you know, guys who hit the ball a long way? Try to get them out by going up and in and and not allow them to extend their, their arms and their hands. So... Yeah, I guess, but, you know, it's, it doesn't make it any less frustrating for the A's when you've been hit 25 times. Oh, yeah, it, it, it hurts. <laughs> yeah, it I mean, hurts, man. Yeah, <laughs> Whether I mean, it's intentional or not or whatever it is, it's, it's no fun. So the A's right now, uh, I saw this yesterday, and I don't know how this changes it, but if this was a regular season, they're on pace to win like 108 games. And if we go by the 2.7 for every win, right now, can they have 59.4 wins? No, they played great. 
I mean, they have, Chris, and they're four and a half ahead of the Astros. As it turned out tonight, the A's were the only team in the West to play. So, no, they're in great shape. I would still like to see a little more contact and more hits because this was too close for comfort considering all the traffic they had uh, in the eighth and ninth innings. And let's end on this. No matter what his final line is, it's just when Mike Fires takes the mound for the A's, they win his starts. I mean, that is the bottom line. When he pitches, the, the A's win. I mentioned this in the early part of the game because the A's have made a lot of trades that have been ballyhooed and have gotten a lot of attention, and for good reason. The trade of Mike Fires, the A's acquired Mike on the 6th of August of 18. He's 24-7. and seven. I mean, think about that. Yeah. 24 wins and only seven losses since he was acquired by the Athletics. He is a uh, he is a game changer. Yeah, yeah. No there's doubt. just no doubt about it. All right, Ken. Uh, we got a little. I, I guess would we call that mid afternoon baseball tomorrow? Yeah, it's drive time baseball. I like it. Can't wait. You have a safe drive home. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Okay, buddy. The great Ken Korak joining us from the Oakland Coliseum. As as he just said, I mean, you look at the record of the A's. You look at the record of Mike Fires. You look at his record at the Coliseum. No matter what his final line is, and he got the win. He's now four and one. But no matter what his final line is, it's the A's that they win his starts. You cannot say that Mike Fires is not win day. You have to feel that if you're an A. If you've been playing the last couple of years behind Mike Fires, you know when it's his time to pitch, you're, it's win day. Very, very impressive. But the story is the bullpen. We'll continue to talk about it. 510-956-3700. That's 510-956-3700. You're listening to the A's Clubhouse Show, presented by your Northern California Lexus dealers. Here's what we want everyone to do. Count all the hugs you haven't given, all the hands you haven't held, all the dinners you didn't share with friends, the trips you haven't taken. Keep track of them. Each one means one less person vulnerable, one less person exposed, and one step closer to a healthier community. So for now, keep your distance, but don't lose count. We'll have some catching up to do. Kaiser Permanente. Thrive. You're working from home. So how do you connect with coworkers and clients? With Ring Central, the number one global communication solution for business. Ring Central makes talking, texting, collaborating, and video calls easy. And it's all on one platform. And when we say everyone should be connected, we mean it. It's why we're giving Ring Central free to educators, health providers, and nonprofits. Learn more at ringcentral.com. Welcome to the new Ring Central. Oakland A's baseball. Play ball. You're all in, cheering our A's through every home run, stolen base, and Rack 3. But when the final out is called, game time doesn't have to be over when you escape to Cash Creek Casino Resort. Cash Creek is just a short drive away for the long-needed break you deserve with our luxury spa, award-winning golf course, amazing restaurants, and, of course, world-class gaming. Cash Creek Casino Resort, proud partner of our Oakland A's. A's fans, 
There is no better way to stay in touch with the A's and even our players than following us on social media. Just head over to athletics.com slash social. That's athletics.com slash social for a full list of our social coverage from player accounts to Twitter handles and more. Now is the time to stay in touch. Head over to athletics.com slash social. That's athletics.com slash social today. You're listening to the A's Clubhouse Show. And the number is 510-956-3700. Let's go to Charlie in Santa Cruz. Lead us off tonight on the A's Clubhouse Show, presented by your Northern California Lexus dealers. All right, Chris. It's an honor to talk to you, sir. And I have a couple quick takes, and I have a couple questions for you. First, I want to say Black Lives Matter. Second, I want to say I'm in Santa Cruz. It's very smoky from the fires here, and I have huge gratitude for the firefighters and the first responders. All right. Now, let's talk about the Oakland A's. Wow. This is a lot of fun. <laughs> Jeez. <clears throat> um, <clears throat> uh, I agree. The bullpen, the, it's all about the bullpen. That was my only question coming into the season. And it's now the strength. Wow. Uh, it's amazing. Well, now, I, I, yeah, you, I mean, you talk about you just year to year, you have no idea. Like you think, you know, but you don't know. Cause two years ago, this bullpen was hell on wheels. And then last year we're at spring training going, this is going to be the, uh, this is going to be the strength of the team. And it ended up leading to the most blown saves. I mean, you just don't know year to year what you're going to get from a bullpen. Exactly. So I'd like to get your take on this. Here's my top 10 so far, team top 10. Hendricks, Piscotti, who's the 2018 healthy Piscotti, Canna, Grossman, Bassett, Petit, Soria, Olsen, Chapman, and then Frankie's 11. <laughs> right. There's there's Let's too many up. choices there. I mean this team is yeah. uh this team is definitely loaded and as as Ken said, I mean my god, they're now 36 and 13 when he takes the ball. Thank you for the phone call, Charlie. We appreciate it. The number is 510-956-3700. When you hear somebody hang up, that opens up a line. You can call in at 510-956-3700. But, I mean, what what does that tell you? Since he became an A, the A's are 36 and 13. They're not, they're now six and one on this season when Mike Fires takes the ball. And it's still crazy to me that this guy never saw one inning in two different wild card games. Like I just it, it just shocks me when you look at those I mean, thirty six and thirteen when he pitches, that's well over a seven hundred win percentage. 
that's that's pretty darn good. Gene in Oakland, who was against Fires pitching in the uh, wild card game last year, joins us here <laughs> on the A's Clubhouse Show. How are you? <laughs> Somehow I knew that was coming. <laughs> I'll get to that in a moment, okay? But a couple of points. First of all, I really think it's time to give up on Barreto. I, I'm sorry. He's a nice guy. I, I, I heard tonight that he said he was going to be better uh, better than uh, who for the for the, for the uh, Tigers. Um, <laughs> anyways, he's got to get a hit first. But he, he's they've given him what three or four different ch- t- uh, opportunities, and uh, he he just he he just doesn't have it. I'm sorry. Turning to to Fires though, Fires is in mid mid season form, and uh, just like he has been in the, in the last two years, he's been great in the middle of the season. The problem with fires in the last two years, in fact, the last three years, as I found out, is that he fades at the end of the year. Now, two years ago, 2018, last last two weeks of the season, he had about a 7.0 earn run average. Last year, last three weeks, he had a 8-plus earn run average. And I found out also that at the end of 2017, uh, he was pretty bad to the point where Houston got rid of him. They let him go, all right? So this is what this is what uh, Melvin was faced with in 2018 and 2019. Now, in retrospect, knowing what we know and what what happened, uh, obviously he would have picked Fires, uh, uh, you know, over uh, Hendricks in 2018 as the opener and uh, Manaya as a starter last year, and and you know, and there was a case to be made uh, for Fires. Fires has experience in the playoffs, and he has had some success in the in the playoffs. But but obviously Melvin had seen what had happened to him three years in a row. Well, two years in a row in '18, and then three years last year, where he just he just kind of lost it, right? Uh, to me, to my a question I have for you: um, if if the playoffs started tomorrow, Tony, who would be the three starters you would pick? One, two, and three uh, for the playoffs. I would go Fires, <laughs> Bassett, Lazardo. Guess what? That's exactly who I'd pick. <laughs> I'm with you 100%. <laughs> I mean, if you're saying it started tomorrow, I mean, I still yeah. want to give Frankie some time to, to get back into form. Yeah. But you exactly. you said it started tomorrow. If it starts that's right. tomorrow, that's who I'm going with. Yeah. I, I feel exactly the same way. Um, and and this year, as I said before, you know, Fires doesn't have to go 162 games. And I don't know how many starts he, he, he typically has, but hopefully he's, he's going to be fresh, just as fresh uh, 29 games from now as he is now. So by all means, you know, if he's still pitching like this, yeah, I think you've got to start him in that first game. Yeah, I so mean, the- you, you, well, I, I don't know how it's going to line up, but, yeah, I mean, he definitely yeah. is going to get the ball. And I'm just looking at – you know, starts last year he had 33. Uh, he had 30 the year before, 30 the year before that. So Mike Fires is going to give you a 30 uh, a year. And, you know, even at the age of 35, as you said, Gene, yeah. he's not going to yeah. do 30 starts. So if you're worried about that late where, yeah, maybe he doesn't look like he's uh, got, got mm-hmm. a full tank of gas, you're not going to have to worry about that, as you said. Exactly. And the, and the last point is <clears throat> he's unflappable. I mean, I think he's, he's got the right kind of temperament and experience. And once again, he's, he's had 
He's had success in the playoffs. I think he won one game uh, with Houston. Um, that uh, I, I feel really comfortable with him at this point. So uh, we agree on this, and we agree on fires finally after three years. <laughs> yeah, well, he doesn't have much. He, he pitched in one game and uh, threw one yeah. inning, so he doesn't have a whole lot of experience. But, I mean, he's 35 oh. years old. This guy has been around. Mm-hmm. Thank you for the phone yeah. call, Gene. We always appreciate it. I just, you know. I just it's hard to believe that there's been two wild card games and he hasn't thrown one pitch in either. But on the point of Barreto, the problem for me is with all the excuses have them been made. I know he hasn't been playing. But it still doesn't mean you can't make contact. He struggles to make contact when he's hot like we've seen in spring training you go wow but there's been too many times when we're not talking spring training and he gets the opportunity up here it's not a big sample size I get it but you have to be able to at least touch the ball with the bat I mean his at bats tonight he's not even close he's still taking BP every day he's still hitting every day I mean, he just struggles to make contact. And I just wonder if he was not a part, if he was, let's just say Franklin Barreto was a player that the A's signed originally. He was not part of the Josh Donaldson trade. Okay? So forget Graveman, Brett Laurie, Sean Nolan, forget about those guys. If he was just this kid that they signed, would he still be here? Would he still be looked at as, we can't let this guy go? He's out of options. If he was never a part of a trade for Josh Donaldson, would he still be here? I think that's a, I think that's a, a legit question. I mean, it's just been a – it's just it, – it's – They haven't had a team that was bad enough to give him an everyday shot. Bob Melvin and Billy Bean and David Forrest are here to win. And he's not the type of player that you're going to put out there on a daily basis when you're trying to get to the postseason. And you look at his age, you go, oh, he's young. Yeah, but in baseball, you know, baseball years like dog years, this guy's been a pro since he was 16. He's played a lot of games. Superstar guys. You know, when we heard about the trade, it was like, they're going to throw in Franklin Barreto? Oh, we'll do that trade. If you throw in Barreto, we'll do the trade. This kid, I mean, how many guys are 20? How many guys are early 20s in Major League Baseball right now? And they're... uh, They're star players. They're great players. He turned 24 this past February. I mean, I don't know. I mean, maybe, I mean, you have his right, you have him, but maybe it's time to let him go. 
and give him an opportunity. Let like the Pirates pick him up and let him play for the Pirates every day and, and, and let him see and see if this guy can be a major league player on a daily basis. I just don't know how many like really a really good team is going to pick him up and give him that opportunity. I mean, maybe he goes to a bad team and in, ends up being a great player. But, you know, when you, if, if you're the A's, you know, you could have gave him a shot last year and you brought in Profar and that guy was a mess. And, you know, you got this year, but now you're playing Kemp and you're playing Pender and you're like, you know, I don't know. It's just... Just watching his at-bats today and, and watching the, the throw to second base by Murphy and him kind of looking like he didn't know it was coming. And it's just like, you, you got a chance to win a title here. You're one of the best teams in baseball. You're currently the best team in the American League. You can't afford mistakes like that. You can't afford to put a guy in the lineup who's just not going to make contact. I mean, look at the lineup tonight. He had, a, you know, quite a few guys like that. You know, Chris, Chris Davis doesn't make contact anymore. He got two at-bats, weak pop-ups, at least one of the at-bats, at least he didn't swing at the first pitch. And then the minute Melvin could get him out, pinch hit, he was gone. Two at-bats and done. Machine. 0 for 3, hitting a buck 5 Does he really need to be in the lineup? Does Barreto need to be in the lineup? I mean, I... I, I don't know. The number's 510-956-3700. More importantly, the A's got the win, despite that stuff. And it's bullpen, bullpen, bullpen. A 1.88 ERA. I did the math, my San Jose State math. I hope I'm correct on that. They're 10 and 2 with a 1.88 ERA. That is the best ERA in baseball. You can talk about all the different things about this team. You want to know why they're 22 and 10? Bullpen, bullpen, bullpen. They have been fantastic. If you are listening on the on a terrestrial radio and that station is going to be leaving us, just get on your phone, get on your tablet, get on your computer, athletics.com slash A's cast. That's athletics.com slash A's cast. And we're going to be back on Friday. I know some people have hit me up on Twitter and they have said, What's up with no A's cast live this week? Uh, just the way it worked with the uh, Texas schedule. But we will be back on Friday from 3 to 5 o'clock on A's cast live, which you get to hear, of course, on A's cast. A's with the win 3 to 1. We'll continue to take your phone calls at 510-956-3700. You're listening to the A's Clubhouse Show, brought to you by your Northern California Lexus dealers. In case it's been a while. This is the sound of outdoor gear being loaded into the back of an SUV. This is a Lexus GX heading out into the great unknown. And this is the family cat, finally enjoying a little alone time. If this sounds good to you, come to the Lexus Golden Opportunity Sales Event in person or online for exceptional offers on a full line of Lexus SUVs. But hurry, the sale ends August 31st. See your Northern California Lexus dealer. Oakland A's baseball. Play ball. 
You're all in, cheering our A's through every home run, stolen base, and Steerack 3. But when the final out is called, game time doesn't have to be over when you escape to Cash Creek Casino Resort. Cash Creek is just a short drive away for the long-needed break you deserve with our luxury spa, award-winning golf course, amazing restaurants, and, of course, world-class gaming. Cash Creek Casino Resort, proud partner of our Oakland A's. Out it goes! Unbelievable! Chris Davis takes the team on his back! This has been the A's Clubhouse Show. Chris Davis with the A's ninth walk-off of the year. A long drive to right center that just kept on going. Thank you for joining this exclusive presentation of Oakland A's Baseball. Listening to A's Cast. And now here's the pitch to Solak. It's on the way. Swung on, dribbled toward third, charging Chapman. Tough play. Bare hand pickup. Throw on a hop. Dug out by Olsen. What a way to end the game. A scintillating play by Matt Chapman. And then Matt Olsen digs the ball out of the dirt. And this game is over, although I guess maybe the Rangers are thinking about a challenge. I don't think they're gonna they would win it if they do challenge it. Yeah, no, easily out at first base is Solak. And this ball game is over, and the A's have beaten the Rangers, and the final is 3-1. to one. Folks, oh, my God. I'm on weather.com. Uh, Hurricane Laura could end up being a Category 5. Disaster closes in on the coast. It looks like this is heading at basically the border of Texas and Louisiana. The surge is so strong that the Mississippi River is flowing backwards. Oh, my. Extreme danger. 150 mile an hour winds. So this is not going to get to Houston. So it looks like if you're like looking at a map and you see where Dallas is and then you go down and you look at Austin, it's going to avoid those two major cities. Now, of course, these things can always change. But it ends up like at some point look like it's going to get into like Memphis. Oh, boy. So I think the A's should be okay leaving Dallas and heading down to Houston, but this thing is going to be bad. And it's getting close. If it hasn't, I think it's getting very close to hitting shore right now. Very, very scary. Jesse in Pleasant Hill, sorry to go to you after that bad note. How are you this evening? Good. Hey, uh, you know, I'm glad you guys played that little bumper of uh, the final play because I want to talk about the other reason the A's are so good this year, the defense. The A's have the best defense in the American League right now. They have uh, the, they lead the league in defensive runs saved as a defense. They also have only allowed nine unearned runs this year which is, you know, a tiny amount for 31 games, 32 games. And um, 
you know, I think they have gold glove candidates now at five different positions, really. If you talk about, you know, the three on the on the infield plus the catcher plus center field and maybe even Grossman. Well, I think Grossman leads all left fielders in defensive runs saved right now. Murphy leads all the catchers. Then you have Olsen and Chapman on the corners, Simeon, Loriano. That's like six different guys who could be gold glove finalists on this defense right now. You know, I have, I have no idea. And I'm just throwing it out there. And if anybody knows, contact me on Twitter at Townsend Radio or any of my friends listening, text me. What's the most gold gloves one team has won in a single season? I really have no clue. I don't either. I know the last time the A's had before before uh, Chapman and Olsen, I think the last time the A's had multiple gold gloves was Ricky Henderson and Mark McGuire in 1990. I could be wrong about that, but it's rare for Oakland to have this kind of defense. It's rare for any team to have this kind of defense. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, Jesse, it was, I mean, remember, it was just a few years ago. They were leading the world in airs. Yeah. You know, they they really are just an, an elite defensive team, and even their uh, reserve guys are good. You know, Kemp and Pender and Pender's good on the infield or the outfield. Canna's really good. Yeah, he's not a reserve guy. He's an everyday guy. But Canna can play really well defensively everywhere. And then the, the – uh, so that's something. The bullpen, fantastic. Obviously, number one. But right behind the bullpen, number two, I would say, is the defense. Because you look at that ninth inning tonight, if Chapman doesn't make that play, if Olsen doesn't dig that ball, well, now the middle of the order is coming up with the tying run at the plate. And who knows what happens. So just the defense has been outstanding. And then the second thing I want to talk about is the playoff format and just get your idea on what's going on with, uh, you know, right now there's 16 teams in it. And uh, actually there's more than 16 teams. There's, there's more, there's probably about 18, 20 teams that, that, that think they're in it right now. And uh, it's messing up the trade deadline because we don't know who's buyers and who's sellers exactly. And so I'm thinking maybe 16 teams is too much. Maybe in the future they shave it down to 14 teams. You know what? We're going to see. I mean, it's it's going to be a tournament, and we're going to see how this tournament plays out. And if it's a huge success – and it is a huge ratings getter. We know how business works, Jesse. Or if it is a, a stinker, then we know how it may go back. So it, we'll, we'll just have to let it play out and to see if this ends up being really exciting. I do know this. When this comes down the stretch, and as you just said, there could be a lot of teams vying for eight spots in the National League, eight spots in the American League. The last week of the season could be fascinating. Yeah, I mean, the American League, it seems pretty clear who's going and who's not. But the National League is a little up in the air. Um, The American League, the teams that are going, it it looks like it could come down to the Orioles and Blue Jays for that that eighth spot. And if one of those teams starts to slip and and really lose a lot of games, which certainly could happen, uh, then all of a sudden – you know, but there, there won't be much of a race. You'll just see teams jockeying for positions at the end of the season, which is interesting. But 
not as interesting as you're in or you're out. And then National League, you might have teams under 500 making the postseason. And then if they somehow get in and just win a couple games, they could knock out the best team. And is that really good for the ratings? Because oftentimes that eight seed won't be a big market team. That eight seed is going to be a small market team. And if you've seen wild card ratings, when it's the Yankees or the Cubs in the wild card game versus when it's the Pirates or the Royals, totally different ratings. So you kind of don't want that eight seed. I don't think, I think the eight seed could be detrimental to the ratings just because of the fact that there will be years where a team like, let's say the Pittsburgh Pirates slips in there and they might have two really good starters and, you know, they might get in there at 79 and 83 and then beat a team that went 95 and, and 57 or 67 or whatever. And you're stuck with the Pirates in the second round and the Dodgers out of the playoffs. That could, or the Cubs are, or whoever. That could be bad for baseball. So yeah, but I've maybe... never seen I've never seen playoffs. Like okay, I mean you're you're going to the extreme, but usually, I mean what what we see for for the most part, it, it it has not hurt the NFL. It hasn't hurt the NBA. It just hasn't. So until I see expanded playoffs actually hurt a league, which I haven't seen. I mean, because you remember years ago when the uh, when the Seahawks got in, they were under 500, and New Orleans had to go play in Seattle. But I mean, it's a rarity that you have that. I think for the most part, expanded playoffs it, it plays well. Yeah, but I mean, all you have to do is take a look at the the wild card ratings. And the only reason I know these numbers is because I was curious to see how the A's did. And with their wild card ratings, and you know the A's and versus Tampa Bay got several million less than the A's versus the Yankees, and you know I think the risk for Major League Baseball and for television networks is that you know in baseball anybody can win a three game series. The Yankees just got swept by who did they get swept? Oh, the Braves. Okay, the Braves are a good team, but. Anybody can win a three-game series in baseball. So if that happens and all of a sudden a, a small market team knocks out a big market team in baseball, we're talking specifically about baseball, not football, where everything gets 30 million viewers in the playoffs. In baseball, that could be bad. Now, in football... Jesse, like, like, Houston. what do you mean? It's gonna I mean they're they're gonna make they're gonna make millions upon millions of dollars from the television contract, and we can't just live in this world that the Yankees always have to be there. You know, we can fall oh, in love with a do. Cinderella team. Why can't we fall in love with a Cinderella team? Why can't we fall in love with a team that's just five hundred and they get hot and we we enjoy it? I mean, there's got to be times where we got to look beyond the ratings and just not. It's like Jesse every single time. Do we? I am so over Red Sox Yankees, and I and I have Paul Hembakides on from ESPN, and he'll tell you, hey, listen, the ratings, the ratings, the ratings. Okay, but I mean, for the rest of us who don't live in New York and Boston, the Northeast, you know, if somebody is to sneak up and get hot, who knows? And it might be. I mean, let's face it, it could be a Milwaukee, it could be a Philadelphia, and we we still got. 
I mean, for the A's, still 28 games left. Some of these teams, I mean, who knows if someone like a Colorado can get hot again and next thing you know, that changes. But I just... I hear what you're saying, but I just I just can't just everything to me just can't beat. Well, if the Yankees are not in it, I mean, baseball has survived a lot of years when the Yankees were in it, right? Yeah, but everybody's not you and me. Like I can watch the Brewers and Nationals. I did watch that. I watched the entire game. But when you're broadcasting to a national audience, you're broadcasting to people who are just tuning in for the first time. Uh, you know, and let's face it, some teams have more fans than others. There's just no two ways about it. When the Cubs play in the wild card game, the ratings are way higher than when the Pirates play. That's just, there's just no two ways about it. When the Mets are in the wild card game, when the Yankees are in the wild card game, when these bigger market teams that tend to have more money to spend and are going to probably find themselves at the top of the, uh, you know, standings more often than not, when they make it, they draw the ratings, and so I think there's a risk, not a huge risk, but there's some risk that a smaller market team could come in and be the little axe that chops down the big tree and chops down the ratings right along with it. I, you know, I, 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 I'm completely fine with it. <laughs> I'm completely, okay, okay. I, I mean, because under that logic then, basically you're saying, and I get the standings in front of me, I don't want to see you, Arizona. I don't want to see you, San Francisco. I don't want to see you, Colorado. I don't want to see you, San Diego. I don't want to see you, Pittsburgh, Cincinnati, Milwaukee. I don't want to see you, Miami. I mean, you're basically taking the majority of baseball because uh, the Angels aren't going to get ratings, Rangers, Mariners, not really Astros either, uh, Royals, uh, Detroit, Cleveland. I mean, you're basically saying the majority of baseball, they shouldn't be able to make the playoffs because they're not going to be ratings getters. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that if you're going to make it, you, you, should make it into the, you should make it into the playoff. The Yankees shouldn't be knocked out before they can get into like a five- or seven-game series by a team that won 79 or 80 games, and then there's no reason to watch that team. It's an incomplete team. It's a bad team. And so it's not a compelling watch. You just watch the team. It's, it's like when, in Wimbledon when, like, uh, Federer gets knocked out by some upstart player. You think Wimbledon likes that? No. Yeah, but that, it's, that about compet- it's about competition. It's about sports. It's about sports. The Yankees need to win that three-game series. If they don't, you go home. That's what a tur- a tournament doesn't guarantee that the best team is going to win. It's going to be the hottest teams. The teams that play, the pl- teams that get in and are hot are going to be the teams. And, yeah, like, for example, the Angels and the Giants in 2 right? It was 2 The mm-hmm. first time we ever saw two teams it from wild card teams make the World Series, and was that a huge ratings getter? Just like no. any any like even Dodgers A's in the past is not a huge ratings getter because there's a lot of people on the East Coast don't care. But I mean, to me, I bring it on. I, I I'm all in on a tournament, and if there's an underdog that gets hot, so be it. You know, sometimes sometimes Jesse, you have to admit, sometimes America can fall in love with an underdog. Um. Like, when was the last time that happened in baseball, though? 
that uh, an underdog won and people were totally in. I mean, in baseball, really, if you don't have the Yankees in there, you're not going to. We haven't had record ratings in baseball in years anyway. For God's sakes, we put the playoffs on Fox Sports 1. I don't even know where Fox Sports 1 is on my dial right now. (laughs) We put it on TBS. We put it on TNT. I mean, we don't even get national. It's going to be all these games until you get up to the NLCS and ALCS are all on cable. Heck, half my audience doesn't even have cable anymore. Millennials don't buy cable. Uh, they don't buy newspapers. They don't buy cable. They don't listen to radio. I mean, it's just, I mean, talking about ratings for playoffs when the majority of it's on cable, I mean, it's to me, it's not not that big of a deal. Well, well, the the number one thing I think that baseball could should do, and and you're right, the World Series hasn't gotten really good ratings since uh, Bud Selig uh, sabotaged the game in 1994 uh, by not negotiating in good faith with the players' union and essentially forcing the players to go on strike. And then we didn't have a World Series for the first time in 90 years or 100 years or whatever it was. Uh, baseball's ratings haven't been great since then. They lost a generation. They never got it back fully. What I think baseball needs to do to really to get back to some excitement again is to embrace the fact that this is a regional sport and make sure that all the teams that have a regional rivalry play in the same division. I don't care what divisions you do or how you do it. Make sure that in, in Texas, if the Rangers and Astros are good at the same time, everybody in Texas is talking about it. Make sure that in California, if the Angels and Dodgers are good at the same time and the Padres are all good at the same time, everybody in Southern California is talking. About it. Make sure that when the Giants and A's are good at the same time, we're seeing each other 19 times a year, and, and you know how it is in the Bay Area. Everybody in the Bay Area would be talking about that. That would lift the Giants oh. and the A's both up. There okay. is no doubt. Great, great, great call as always. I got to get to a station ID. We always appreciate it, Jesse. And you are hitting the nail right on the head. Let's pause for station identification right here on A's Cast and the A's Radio Network. A's Cast, streaming on iHeartRadio and broadcasting locally on Bloomberg 960, KNEW Oakland, and KOSF 103.7 FM HD2 San Francisco. Oh, that is speaking my language right there. I've been saying that for years. It's it, 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 and I'll get to it. I want to get to Taco in Walnut Creek, who has been holding Taco. You are on the A's Clubhouse show. Chris, how you doing, buddy? I'm doing wonderful. Um, uh, thanks for taking my call. So, um, a couple of things. Uh, first of all, I want to just again thank echo my point from last week that. This is the most normal I've felt with this whole pandemic thing, and, and thanks in a large part to you guys and the A's. I know there's a lot in the world that's crappy, but this is—it's awesome to, to just talk baseball and see baseball, and we're winning. It's awesome, so I just want to appreciate that. And then I'm still riding the high. Um, I will say that <clears throat> I'm gonna—I'm gonna ask you a question. I'm hoping you can calm the nerves a little bit. So I'm older. I've watched—I was at every single playoff game for <clears throat> the last decade and a half, every single one of them. So they went from. They went from, uh, well, you know, we made the playoffs. It was a pretty good year to walking out of the stadium that last game to that we should have won that or, you know, we should have been done better to like everyone just went home pissed off. So I'm watching the game tonight and um, I 
you know, we won. I don't want to take anything away from the high that I'm feeling right now because I feel freaking great. And I'm and, and it's unless something drastic happens, we're going to make the playoffs. But I'm an older dude. I still have the scars from a lot of these playoff appearances. And seeing seeing kind of how it went down tonight, and echoing Kim Korak at the end of the game. Look, you know, we're a couple hit batters away and non-errors by the other team for not winning that game when we had clutch at bats where we have bases loaded, bases juiced, everything going for us. And, yeah, we have the pitching like you're talking about tonight. We have the defensive gold gloves we're talking about tonight for sure. And, and the bats have not been there the same way. We've been having some streaky players, Scotty, you know, when we need them, Olsen when we need them, things like that. Simeon's solid right now. It's great. But, you know, I'm watching these at bats, and I'm real nervous, and there's this old scar tissue that's tingling going, Okay, cool. We're going to make it to the playoffs again. And I don't want to get too ahead of, our, ahead of ourselves, but we're talking playoffs already. And I'm going, how do we make it through with the Twins or the Dodgers or things like that where these things will matter? And they're not going to just hit us, you know, hit our players in or make errors and throw the ball around. And we're going to actually have to be dialed in. I mean, we're a couple, you know, like I said, a couple errors, uh, you know, from the other team or a couple non-hit batters away from just easily losing that game. And so in the playoffs, Maybe you can calm my nerves a little bit of what, how do we win in the playoffs this year? A, a, you have to, you have to treat this season the way you treat a football season. Who's your favorite football team, Taco? Niners. Okay. So if the Niners win 28 to 7 or the Niners win 10 to 7, you don't care. You just care that they win. Because you just need to stack up as many wins as you can so you can get playoff games at Levi Stadium. That's the goal. Well, that's how you just got to feel about this season. Like, it may not be pretty, but who cares? Move on tomorrow and be happy that you got the victory. That's all that matters. Style points in a sprint do not matter. And right now, we have no clue. We have no clue who's going to be the hottest teams uh, come late September. What we do know is August is going to be gone on Monday, and as of Tuesday, we're now in September, and boy, this is going fast. So this is buckle up, put your big boy pads on, and, and, and let's go. And the A's right now, you know, one thing that's going to play large is bullpen and the A's bullpen has been fantastic. The, the the thing to worry about the A's, Taco, it's simple. Can they score and can they win if they don't hit home runs? That is the number one question. But maybe they go into the postseason and they're hot and they hit a bunch of home runs, and then what are we talking about? I I hear what you're saying and I hundred percent agree. It's all about the wins. We're in a sprint. It's playoff environment right out of the gate. I agree wholeheartedly going into this. And I don't want to take anything away from what we've done so far. I get that, but not all records are the same. And you know that, I mean, we're playing certain teams right now and another team with 20 wins is not the same as ours, you know? So not all wins are the same. And I'm not trying to, again, take away from anything, but I'm just going, okay, if all of our eggs are in, like, hopefully we're just hot at that one moment. I'm just, I'm still just a little nervous. That's all I'm saying about, I'm and Tim Clark said it too, you know, Hey guys, like I'm not, I wouldn't say I'm worried, about the, I'm not worried about this team. The team's awesome. They have the potential to go all the way for sure. I would say my eyebrows are raised a little bit, and I want to see something a little bit better at the plate when we when we we need it to 
make me feel a little bit more comfortable. That's all I'm saying. That, that, and I don't that, know what we that, do. That, that, that's perfectly – that's fine. I mean, you can be nervous. I mean, until this team wins a World Series – and every team's like this until you until you, until your crop of players, your core players, win a World Series. You can't say, "Well, I'm not worried about these guys. They got championship mentality." Until they bring home a ring, you can always question them. Thank you, Taco, but keep your Thank head you. up. Things are really good. You en- enjoy this run. I'm loving it. Thanks, Danny. Bye. So I'm on the Weather Channel. This thing. This Hurricane Laura is going to be making land, land um, it's going to be arriving on land pretty soon with like 150 mile an hour winds. By the way, and it says that Houston is still going to get hit with tropical, with, with a massive tropical, tropical storm. So we were kind of, oh, it's not going to hit Houston. Yes, it is. It's so massive. It's going to hit Houston. It's just not going to be the eye of the hurricane that hits Houston. It's going to be a massive tropical storm. So I don't know what that means for the A's. This thing, though, this, 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 why do we keep calling it a thing? This, this hurricane is going to go right basically up the border of Texas and Louisiana. It's going to hammer Shreveport. It's then as they're tracking it, going to go into Arkansas and kind of make a right, head through Tennessee and go north, and looks like it's going to end up in New York. And by that point, it'll be a lot of rain, but it won't be a hurricane. Man, thoughts and prayers go out to all those people because this, it's a Category 4 right now with winds up to 150 miles an hour. Wow, the damage these things do, the damage it's already done in the Caribbean. Well, I just it's 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 scary stuff, man. And if you're the A's, and now you're flying to that, because I talked about it last. I think I talked about it last night. All these days are running together, and we're gonna hear from Bob Melvin next. But if you remember the one hurricane. Corpus Christi, I believe, is where it hit land and then stopped and went north and just sat over Houston and dumped all that water. And Ken Korak and I talked about it last night. I got to tell you. So it says the, the, the northern eye wall is about 10 miles right now from the, from the Louisiana coast. These people, you want to talk about having some stones. These weather reporters who stand out there in these winds and have to, like, hold themselves up, <laughs> I stuff flying all around them, I, I mean, you could get seriously injured if not killed. These, these storm reporters, I got to tell you, if they're like, Townsend, Get out to the Louisiana. No, I'm not going out there. Are you? Are you out of your mind? There's a hurricane coming. I'm watching a guy right now, Lake Charles, Louisiana. It's 77 degrees, and in the background, you just see the wind. The hurricane Laura. The pressure is measuring 938 MBs. So good luck.
God, that is terrible. More importantly, like Taco said, you know, things suck right now in, in our lives in so many different ways. And at least baseball is there to give us something to take our minds off of it. And baseball is really giving it to you because even even Glenn Kuyper said tonight, as people have got on me, I don't want my broadcasters talking about how long your game is. You had a game that was three to one. Three to one that went three hours and eight minutes. Three to one. Four runs were scored and it went three hours tonight. Four runs. That's it. Last night we talked about a seven inning game between the Astros and the Angels went three hours and 20 minutes. Can you imagine a high school baseball game that's seven innings going over three hours? It's crazy. It's crazy how slow these guys play. We may, you know what? We may have to bust out Eric Nadell uh, from the Texas Rangers, Ford C. Frick Award winner, who said uh, on the show and on the pregame show, we may need to go to a pitch clock and figure it out how to get these guys on the mound, get in the box. What did Ray Fossey say today? Ray Fossey said, like, back in the 30s, they put some umpire in charge of investigating why games were going over two hours. In the 30s, they thought two hours was too long. We're now averaging three hours and seven minutes. Crazy. We're going to hear from Bob Melvin next right here on the A's Clubhouse Show, presented by your Northern California Lexus dealers. At Roundtable Pizza, we know what you expect from a great pizza. For over 60 years, we've been hand-rolling our dough daily and using only the finest ingredients, like real California cheese and sauce made in-house. Enjoy six free garlic parmesan or cinnamon twists when you download our new Roundtable Pizza Royal Rewards app via the App Store or Google Play. Or sign up online at roundtablepizza.com slash rewards. Roundtable Pizza Royalty. You're working from home. So how do you connect with coworkers and clients? With Ring Central, the number one global communication solution for business. Ring Central makes talking, texting, collaborating, and video calls easy. And it's all on one platform. And when we say everyone should be connected, we mean it. It's why we're giving Ring Central free to educators, health providers, and nonprofits. Learn more at ringcentral.com. Welcome to the new Ring Central. Tired of searching for sports updates in different places? The Xfinity Sports Zone gives you the ultimate sports hub experience where you can find games, news, and highlights all in one place right on your TV. Follow the teams you love across your favorite sports. You can even use the voice remote to access stats and scores. With the Xfinity Sports Zone, everybody wins. Now that's simple, easy, awesome. Go to Xfinity.com, call 1-800-XFINITY, or visit a store for details. Restrictions apply. Requires Xfinity TV service with X1. Howdy, folks. Colonel Sanders here, and I'm proud to introduce our newest tasty treat, Kentucky Fried Chicken and Donuts. Fried Chicken and Donuts are an indulgent, delicious, sweet, and savory treat that's cooked fresh and hot to order. If you like Kentucky Fried Chicken and you like donuts, then this will make your day, or night, or whenever time you happen to eat it, which works out just fine because they're cooked fresh and served hot all day. For a limited time, they're available as a chicken and donut sandwich or in a basket with tenders. Kentucky Fried Chicken and Donuts. Get them while they're hot, only at KFC. They're finger-licking good. Limited time only. Prices and participation may vary. Allstate now has deeper savings, and deeper savings require deep thoughts and a deep voice, like mine. Save for being a new customer. Save more for adding DriveWise. 
can save even more for driving safely. Visit Allstate.com or contact your local agent for a quote today. As someone once said, saving today is money tomorrow. That's deep. Not available in every state. New customer savings based on early signing discount. Drive is an optional feature. Savings vary based on how you buy. Subject to terms and conditions. Allstate Fire and Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Northbrook, Illinois. Driven, determined, resilient. Cal State East Bay students are today's creative thinkers and tomorrow's workforce for the region. Cal State East Bay is recognized as one of the most transformative college experiences nationwide, educating the new generation that questions the status quo and works together to find meaningful solutions. Apply today for our degree and certificate programs. We are not just a university, we are a community. Find yourself here at csueastbay.edu. In case it's been a while, this is the sound of outdoor gear being loaded into the back of an SUV. This is a Lexus GX heading out into the great unknown. And this is the family cat, finally enjoying a little alone time. If this sounds good to you, come to the Lexus Golden Opportunity Sales Event in person or online for exceptional offers on a full line of Lexus SUVs. But hurry, the sale ends August 31st. See your Northern California Lexus dealer. Looking to stay up to date on all things A's? Head over to athletics.com slash A's cast. That's athletics.com slash A's cast to listen to A's baseball and full 24-7 coverage of the A's only on A's cast. With a single click, you can stream great shows, live pre and post game coverage, and of course, all the great action of the A's this season. Head to athletics.com slash A's cast today. A's with the 3-1 to victory over the Texas Rangers. Chris Townsend with you here on the A's Clubhouse Show. Let's hear from the skipper, Bob Melvin. Hello. How are you? All right. What's Good. Up? You had said before the game that um, the team hadn't had any time to discuss whether they might play or not. Do you know if they had any such discussion? We did, we did later. Uh, you know, and it was really close to game time. And we decided to play. I did give the option for anybody who did not feel comfortable playing not to play. But it was just it was just kind of too rushed when it came to us before we got together and everybody was pretty united was united in playing. Do, do you know what the status of tomorrow's game might be in that case? You no, know we're gonna talk about it more as a group, extensively as a group. Okay. Um tonight's game, uh, obviously Allard was tough on you the first through the first five. What did you think of the at-bats there, particularly by Simeon and Loriana before Patsy Single? Yeah, I mean, it was, it was tough. And, you know, it, times, you know, when you have a, a good starter that's giving you a tough time, you make them work. You draw, you know, you, you make them throw some pitches and, and wear them down a little bit. You know, I think when he left the game, he only gave up one hit. So it's not like we had a lot of success off him, but we did enough work to, you know, to get in position to get him out of the game and score some runs. We did it non-home run again, which is which is key for us to be able to win games like that. And then Fires was as good as we've seen him all year. And he's gotten progressively better every game. And then Bullpen came in and did, did what they've been doing all year. Bob, I know a lot of a lot of people don't put a lot of stock in pitchers win loss records anymore like they used to, but I think Fires is 24 and 7 since he came to the A's. That's got to have everybody feeling pretty good every time he goes out there. Yeah, a lot of people don't put stock in it, but the starters do. <laughs> they do too. They want to win. Um, they understand the way the game's played right now, and that you know the numbers, third, fourth time around lineup, whatever. And, and and you know with the bullpen, when you have a good bullpen, but 
they still want to be out there uh, to win a game. And, you know, it's a tough decision, too, because he's got 80-some pitches. He's pitched six innings. It's the best pitched all year. Um, but we had a fresh bullpen today. Um, but, he, like I said, he's gotten better every start, and today was by far his best. <laughs> hey, Bob, what's the confidence of your group right now? You're winning big. You're winning little. As you're just rolling through this thing, it looks like. Yeah, you know, I, it, it doesn't feel like rolling, but we find different ways to win, which is great. And, and you know, it's been, for the most part, with us, homers. Um, but defense plays in close games. Our bullpen's been, you know, lights out this year. And, and we love our starters, too. So, you know, you look at some of the averages, and I think it's probably – uh, with a lot of teams, you know, some big-time players probably aren't haven't hit their stride yet offensively. But like you said, we're doing just enough to win games, and you know, every now and then we'll we'll uh, you know score ten runs. But it's been predominantly close games, especially towards the end of the game. Bob, Bob you, were talking, uh, you were talking earlier about um, Chapman having some headaches when he took the bat in practice, but he played defensively there. It's it. it it doesn't mean that he's completely recovered and he will be okay for tomorrow. Yeah, he'll be okay for tomorrow. He came to me. So he, he came, said he's hit some in the cage. He felt better than he had all day. And I didn't want him to take an at bat, but the ninth inning defensively, um, as it showed up right there at the end, uh, he can be a, a difference maker and, and certainly was. But I expect him to play tomorrow, yes. Bob, you mentioned that you gave players the option not to play. Did anybody indicate to you that they did not want to play tonight? No, they wanted to be united as a group in what we did. Um, but I just wanted to make sure I covered all our bases. You know, it was it was uncomfortable, you know, before the game. And you see some other teams playing, mostly the West Coast, other than Milwaukee, that was, you know, and they, they were right in the middle of it there. Um, and I, that decision was probably made way earlier in the day. So, uh, you know, our guys said, look, you know, we're going to play tonight and tomorrow we'll discuss it as a group. Uh, puck two and thirty on Friday. What did he just say right there? Puck two and thirty on Friday. Huh? Yeah, Robert saying in my ear, two innings, thirty pitches. I guess throwing to hitters, alternate site here in San Jose. Best case scenario is you're going to get Puck back as a reliever. And then from there, you know, that the bullpen just becomes even. I mean, you got the best bullpen in the league with a 188 ERA right now. And now you're going to add a, a, a huge left-hander who throws really hard and can be a long guy for you in the postseason. You know, Burt Smith got out to such a great start, and now that, you know, he's essentially done, uh, that gives you another weapon. That's huge. And the thing about the postseason is it doesn't play like the regular season. Because of television, you have days off. And you get him up to speed, and now he's coming in throwing high 90s and can give you two, three innings because essentially starting pitching for the most part in the postseason, they don't get a lot of rope. 
Like, you see guys start to get into trouble, managers going out and getting them. You know, a guy like Max Scherzer is going to get some rope. You know, Steven Strasburg, the Nationals guys, they were going to be able to work out of jams. You know, A's guys, whoever is starting, you know, we came up with when, when Gene called from Oakland. If it started tomorrow, uh, Fires, Bassett, Lazardo. I mean, if those guys get into the fifth inning and there's runners on, I guarantee you Bob's going out to get them. But if one of those guys you can bring in is Puck, and he can get you five, six, even into the seventh, which then gets you to whoever you want to be that the now bridge guy, whether it's Soria or Yasmero or whoever, and then Liam Hendricks in the ninth. Or maybe your starter does get you five, then you go six, seven, Puck, and then, you know, eight and nine. That can be huge. But you got to get him up to speed, and he's got to stay healthy. So until that happens, you know, I mean, how much have we played this game with A.J. Puck so far? It's great that Lazardo finally is healthy and can take the ball every five days. Knock on wood, that's been a lot of fun. But we have not seen Puck stay healthy yet in his career. Some guys struggle with that. The best ability is availability. And he has not been available. My God, how much do we talk about him in spring training? Oh, my God. Uh, So if you don't know, the players chose not to speak after the game. So Bob Melvin is all you're going to get tonight. And some teams did not play, uh, and it looks like they'll make it up tomorrow in doubleheaders, uh, seven, seven inning doubleheaders. Still no, I mean, I we're going to tape Bob tomorrow, the Bob Melvin show. And we should be able to, and I can text Mickey Morbido, kind of hopefully tomorrow have a little more clarity on what the A's are going to do. With this hurricane that's going to be hitting Texas and Louisiana. And we were kind of made to believe that ah, Houston's out of it. Well, Houston's at, at, at the very least, Houston's getting tropical storm. They're going to get wind. They're going to get rain. And it's not going to be pretty. It's not going to be the eye of the hurricane. But I... It, uh, I'm looking at it right now. It's the six-hour. It's Hurricane Laura. It's the six-hour radar, and it looks like the outer part of the hurricane is going to hit Houston. And it looks like the eye is heading right to Shreveport, Louisiana. So it is right on the border of Texas and Louisiana. But Houston's going to get hit with, with, I, I don't know what the, the outer part of the hurricane, what the winds are going to be like, what the rainfall is going to be like. But Houston's not getting off. They are going to get something. So I don't know how that's going to affect the A's. I mean, who knows? Maybe they say, hey, Astros, get on a plane and uh, go to Oakland. 
Anything can happen in a season like this. Everything we've been through, anything could happen. And that might be the smartest thing. Oakland, go back to Oakland. Houston, go to Oakland. Because Houston is supposed to come to Oakland when the A's get back from their road trip. Maybe what's best for everybody, and it's extra flying and it sucks, but say, okay, now go to Oakland and then we'll redo that series and the A's will come back down to Houston. That flight really isn't that bad, let's be honest. It's like three and a half hours. That's not a big deal. You know, that's why they've, they've talked about, oh, you know, the Texas teams, tech, seriously, that flight. Now, you know my rule, as Jesse made the phone call, my rule is you shouldn't be in the same division if I can't get to you in under three hours on a Southwest flight. And Je- Jesse was dead on, and that's something that I've talked about in, at nauseum about it is just, it's flat out dumb that you've got teams that are next to each other in different leagues. Forget divisions, different leagues. Are you trying to tell me that A's Giants does not work? You're crazy. I guarantee you Giant fans would rather see the A's all these games versus the Colorado Rockies. And I guarantee you A's fans would rather see the Giants than the Texas Rangers. How are the Angels and the Dodgers not in the same division? I mean, look what that, as, as, as Jesse said it perfectly, what if the Padres, the Angels, and the Dodgers were all good at the same time, battling each other? San Diego hates L.A., Orange County hates L.A. L.A. doesn't know what it likes. (laughs) But, yeah, I mean, it could be great. And they're going to add two teams. God, the storm surge could be up to 20 feet high in parts of Texas and Louisiana. Yes, I'm on the Weather Channel right now. And this woman is standing outside, and I don't know where she is, but blowing behind her like these weeds, these really tall green weeds, and they're going sideways. She's having a hard time standing up, and you can see behind her the 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 Gulf of Mexico and the and the surf coming. Because you go to the Gulf, normally there's no waves. There's waves right now. Could be 20 feet high. That's like surfing Hawaii, for God's sakes. But, yeah, I'm looking at it. Houston's going to get hit. There's a Galveston's going to get hit. Beaumont, Texas is going to get hit. Lake Charles, Louisiana. Shreveport, Louisiana. Looks like New Orleans is going to be okay. They're going to get rain. Baton Rouge, where LSU is, they're going to get rain. Yes, I'm giving you weather reports. Coming up next, we get you ready for tomorrow's action. You are listening to the A's Clubhouse Show after the A's got the victory 3-1 to over the Rangers. They're looking to make 3-4 of against Texas tomorrow. And the A's Clubhouse Show is brought to you by your Northern California Lexus dealers. Here's what we want everyone to do. Count all the hugs you haven't given, all the hands you haven't held, all the dinners you didn't share with friends, the trips you haven't taken. Keep track of them. Each one means one less person vulnerable, 
one less person exposed and one step closer to a healthier community. So for now, keep your distance, but don't lose count. We'll have some catching up to do. Kaiser Permanente, thrive. Oakland A's baseball, play ball. You're all in, cheering our A's through every home run, stolen base, and Steerack three. But when the final out is called, game time doesn't have to be over when you escape to Cash Creek Casino Resort. Cash Creek is just a short drive away for the long-needed break you deserve with our luxury spa, award-winning golf course, amazing restaurants, and, of course, world-class gaming. Cash Creek Casino Resort, proud partner of our Oakland A's. As we prioritize our homes and our health, it's also a good time to reassess our finances. As a local not-for-profit financial institution, First United Credit Union wants to save you money by refinancing your loans. They may be able to lower your monthly payment on your auto loan, mortgage loan, home equity loan, or line of credit. Or maybe they can shorten your term to pay off your loan more quickly. Want more? Use the promo code ATHLETICS when you apply online at firstunitedcu.org and they'll give you $100. Insured by NCUA, Equal Housing Lender, NMLS 594075. The Oakland A's stand in solidarity with the black community against racism and injustice. This season is dedicated to championing organizations that serve the needs of Oakland's black community. The A's will work with local nonprofits focused on racial justice, social reform, African-American youth, and revitalizing Oakland. To learn more about the A's work in the community, visit athletics.com slash Black Lives Matter. In case it's been a while, this is the sound of outdoor gear being loaded into the back of an SUV. This is a Lexus GX heading out into the great unknown. And this is the family cat, finally enjoying a little alone time. If this sounds good to you, come to the Lexus Golden Opportunity Sales Event in person or online for exceptional offers on a full line of Lexus SUVs. But hurry, the sale ends August 31st. See your Northern California Lexus dealer. Here's what we want everyone to do. Count all the hugs you haven't given, all the hands you haven't held, all the dinners you didn't share with friends, the trips you haven't taken. Keep track of them. Each one means one less person vulnerable, one less person exposed, and one step closer to a healthier community. So for now, keep your distance, but don't lose count. We'll have some catching up to do. Kaiser Permanente. Thrive. You're working from home. So how do you connect with coworkers and clients? With Ring Central, the number one global communication solution for business. Ring Central makes talking, texting, collaborating, and video calls easy. And it's all on one platform. And when we say everyone should be connected, we mean it. It's why we're giving Ring Central free to educators, health providers, and nonprofits. Learn more at ringcentral.com. Welcome to the new Ring Central. Want to add to your collection of A's memorabilia? The Oakland A's Community Fund will host online auctions throughout the season. You can bid on great and unique A's items like baseballs, bats, and more. With proceeds benefiting the Oakland A's Community Fund. Visit athletics.com community for information on the A's online auctions. That's athletics.com community. Well, I guess the A's are going to talk about it tomorrow. And they are going to see, uh, as a team tomorrow, whether they're going to play. 
if they do play, first pitch is going to be at 337. No matter what, we'll have A's total access for you. That is going to be at 240. Jordan Lyles up against Chris Bassett. Let me just make sure on the old game notes. It's kind of weird, by the way. Yeah, it's Bassett against Jordan Lyles. Right now, if you go on the app or you go to the A's website, the calendar is down of when the games are. I thought that's kind of weird. But uh, hopefully we'll have baseball tomorrow, and hopefully the athletics will come away with the win, and you take three of four, and then you you then got to decide, what are you going to do about Houston? Are you going to Houston? And then it's game on. And these games against Houston are so important. And you're going to have Houston down there. Then you're going to come home after Seattle, and you're going to have Houston back home. I mean, a real chance to get separation from the team that is they're coming after you. You know, the A's are so used to being the hunter. They're now the hunted. So as much as you can separate from them, they can also close the gap. So these games are so important coming up here. That's why you got to beat the bad teams. You can't let the bad team, like, you know, I, I get it. Uh, Lance Lynn is one of the better pitchers, hottest pitchers in baseball right now. I get that. But you got to take three or four from these guys. They're not good. You are going to lose some games. Why? Well, because the other guys get paid too. So there are going to be times where you get beat. But you got to win the majority of your games. You know, the goal is get to 40 wins. I mean, after 40, everything's going to be gravy. A nice 44. I mean, because essentially the, the fact that we've now passed the halfway mark, you win over 40, you've had a really good season. You've dominated. And that just sets you up for the postseason. And you'd like to be able to have everything kind of settled and kind of knowing what, 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 what you're going to do. And you can start lining up the pitching the way you want to line it up versus teams that got to fight till the very end. And they may have to make it on, in, on the last couple of days. They don't get to do that. So maybe just maybe the A's could have that. You know, if you've got 43, 44 wins, you know, you're coming down the stretch the last couple of days, you could say, okay, however you want however you want to set it up, uh, Jesus Cesardo, you're not going to pitch. Bassett's not going to pitch. Fire's not going to pitch. Line it up. This is going to be the three, and away you go. And maybe rest certain guys you feel, whether it is someone like Yesmero or Liam Hendricks or Soria, to make sure that they're fresh. Heading into the postseason. All righty. Hopefully we have baseball tomorrow. It's going to be at 337 on A's cast and the A's radio network. And we'll get you ready for A's total access at 240. A's with the win, 3-1 to one over the Texas Rangers. Have a great night, everybody. Be safe, and we'll see you tomorrow right here at 240.
Want a more exciting checking account? First United Credit Union is swinging for the fences with a free rewards checking account. As a local not-for-profit financial institution, First United Credit Union is giving you no monthly fee, no minimum balance, pays interest, and earns up to double points on a Visa rewards card. Redeem points for gift cards, travel, merchandise, even cash. Better yet, for a limited time, they'll give you $100 to open an account and use it. Open an account online or at any of their East Bay branches. Visit firstunitedcu.org forward slash athletics for details. Insured by NCU. Hey A's fans, be sure to check out the Virtual A's Community Corner presented by Kaiser Permanente to view the A's item of the game every home game day. The item of the game will feature A's swag and past giveaway items for you to add to your collection. Visit athletics.com community to buy your item of the game today. Help your community and get a great item in the process. Only at athletics.com slash community. That's athletics.com slash community. Hit well. Back is Upton. At the track, at the wall, and out it goes for Steven Piscotti. A two-out, three-run blow. Thank you for joining this exclusive presentation of Oakland A's Baseball. This has been a presentation of the Oakland Athletics.